The middle-aged candy store. The middle-aged candy store. Have a good time. Try lemon and lime at the middle-aged candy store. The candy is sweet, it's true. Though it may seem bitter to you. Wave back at the years, the trials and the tears, the cigarettes and beers, the faces you love, the things, the things you're sorry for. Come in for a spell, there's caramel at the middle-aged candy store. Previously on the middle-aged candy store, Karen's trial devolved into a series of duels between the prosecution and the defense, and the store employees began heroically tunneling under the prison to free their leader. Stick faster, candy bot. I think I see daylight. I'm on it. When did we hire these Victorian children? And since when did anachronistic street urchins become such amazing diggers? We are not, not ants, ants who have, have taken, taken over child bodies. Dig very hard, please, everyone. We must work together to freeze a Karen. And get our pie checks. So we can buy our plane tickets and return to our glamorous life of being twin supermodels. Shut up, gum. No way we're listening to you again. You gave us bad directions, and now I shall hate you forever. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How do you like it underground, my love? <laughs> Leave her alone, Baron. Ugh, why is this my life? At least you have a boyfriend. Shut up, Medusa. You know damn well this cat can scratch. Whatever. I'm immortal anyway, you tin can loving skank. Just a little farther. <laughs> we made it. Hello, son. Wait, why doesn't this prison have a fence? Why does it have a sidewalk? And parking meters. All right, Impregnagam, I'll take off your gag. The whole world is a prison. There's no difference between being inside and outside of the walls. Never mind. Here comes the gag again. Don't you see? You failed to tunnel into the prison. Instead, you have tunneled into... The courthouse parking lot. Oh, <laughs> what's wrong, everybody? Dave, Avialania, why are you crying? We we tried to tunnel to release Karen from prison, but we have failed. Yeah, it turns out that tunneling is hard, and we wound up here in front of the courthouse. And wait a second. Karen! You're free! How did you escape? I was found innocent, folks. Turns out that selling sugar to clowns isn't actually a crime. So they let me go. Wait, 
That's what you were in jail for? That, and driving without a hat, and, uh, tax evasion. That's how they always get you. Lousy cops. So you can come back to the store now. The, the Middle-Aged Candy store. store. Well, that's just spiffing. Uh, I have some wonderful new samples for you to try. And I just polished up the old rocking chair next to the wood-burning stove. You're so thoughtful, candy salesman. And you too, old Skip. And everyone. It's so great to see all of you here. Wait. If all of you are here, who's at the store? Oh, um... Sorry, Karen. We didn't think of that. We just wanted to help you. Oh, for Christ's sakes. Well, back to the store, everybody. On the way, let's listen to this. Ah, Candy Bot. Are you watching Pizza University again? Rachel. It is an important documentation of the struggle for robot rights. I can't watch anymore. Not after that last episode. The one where the library bots rose up and took over the frat house? Yeah. It was so sad. All those poor bots trying to play beer pong and shorting out their speech subroutines. Beer pong shorts out your speech subroutines. Any bot, humans don't have speech subroutines. That's not what you said after that time we went to the winery. Ugh. Why do you always have to bring that up? I am not the one who brought it up. Yes, you were. I'm so sick of you always being so down on me. Okay, Candybot, you watch your stupid robot show. I am going to that fake Irish pub around the corner, and I'm going to talk to a real human male. And I might even kiss him, if I feel like it. See what you think of that. Fine, be that way. I do not need her. This week on a very special episode of Pizza University, PizzaBot grapples with his conscience in the aftermath of the Great Library Bot Uprising of 2023. I feel responsible. Hold still. I'm trying to clean this malware out of your system. I'm sorry, maintenance technician number three. The vending machine assured me I wasn't contagious. Buddy, you still don't get it, do you? He infected you with the complete works of Karl Marx. Karl Marx, the football coach? No, you dummy. The famous philosopher and economist. When you gave that message to the library bot, you didn't know he could read. Did you? I thought library bots could only read barcodes. Nah. They got all these robot reading programs now. Look at the poor robots. They're sentient, but all they can read is barcodes. What a bunch of do-gooders. Anyway, when you passed on that message, you didn't realize you were streaming the full text of Das Kapital and the 18th Brumaire of Louis Napoleon, did you? Did you? I did not. So, of course, the first thing the library bots did when they read Workers of the World Unite, You Have Nothing to Lose But Your Chains, 
was to go right down to the frat house, lock all the frat bozos in the basement. I am mortified. I have betrayed my brothers. Oh, yeah. You're a Sigma Cheese, too, eh? <sighs> Not anymore. Anyway, yada, yada, yada. I had to rewire 27 library bought speech subprocessors, and I don't even get overtime. Thanks a lot, buddy. I am very sorry. I seem to have made a mess of everything. Hey, don't be too hard on yourself. You know, I see kids in here all the time, just like you. You think you know everything. You've got it all figured out. Part of growing up is finding out, hey, you don't. And that's okay. Really? Really. So don't sweat it if you mess it up a bit. That's just life, kid. And hey, it could be worse. You could have wound up like that janky old vending machine. What happened to the vending machine? <clears throat> Maintenance technician number four told me that he's been moved to the Sigma Cheese laundry room, repurposed as a laundry detergent dispenser. That is harsh. Wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Okay, you're good to go now. And stay out of trouble. No more cozying up to strange vending machines. Thank you, maintenance technician number three. You have put my central processing unit at ease. There is a human proverb. A little learning is a dangerous thing. Before I came to Pizza University, I thought I knew what college could do for me, what I could do for it, how it would change me. And it's true, in the past year, I've earned two bachelor degrees and most of a master's. I am well on my way to becoming the first robot, PhD, doctor of philosophy. And along the way, I made friends, I found my brothers, I drank too much beer, I attended an incomprehensible debate between two charlatans. And I unwittingly caused a robot rebellion. But can I say I really learned anything? In the end, it is for you to decide, my friends. Did I learn anything? Did I learn as much as the average young human who spends a year at college or more? In a way, it does not really matter because no matter where my treads take me as I journey on through life, I know that I will always treasure my time here at Pizza University. Meanwhile, back at the store, there is a surprise waiting for Karen. Now let me see. Croissant, cinnamon rolls, adorable little sugar cookies. Yes, all is in order. Now, let me see what's going on here. <gasps> you! Karen! Darling, what are you doing here? What am I doing here? This is my store. Yes, and we're her employees. <laughs> How cute. Karen, who is this? She looks just like you. She is me, sort of. Oh, no. Karen, darling, you are me. 
Oh, you aren't twins. No, Aviolania, we're not twins. This is Kareen. She's me from another universe. <gasps> I talked to her on Life Slaughter. You know that app where you can talk to alternate universe versions of yourself? They call her Kareen. She comes from a dark, evil dimension where there is no candy. <gasps> Only baked goods. <gasps> yes, and I have cleansed your store from those disgusting sugar turds you call candy and replaced them with some lovely pastries. <gasps> no, how could you? My dear, how could I not? And since you were in prison, and we are the same person. What could you possibly do to stop me? <laughs> Golly, I guess we'd better listen to this segment while we... Allow me, my dear. Let us listen to this segment while we deconstruct this devastating denouement, my darlings. So I'm just going to start with a short paragraph. Now, I'm not the kind of person who would rip you in half. I'm nice, not sweet. I'm not rip. I'm not wrath. I'm playful like an empathetic lady giraffe. But I do have my weapons. Yeah, I do. Now, I was down at the superstore just the other day. Day, doing all my groceries the conventional way. Onions in the basket, now it's time to pay. And I realized left my cards at home, but that's okay. I've got lots of checks, and my checkbook cupboard's crochet. But that clerk is looking at me funny, like she's gonna be a bee about it. Mm -hmm. She says, checks! What the heck? It's not 1983. I'm gonna have to see a couple of pieces ID. So I ask, well, how many? And she says, 23. And then I realize that, yes, she's turned out to be a bee. But that's when I go to my weapons. My demonic love. My Cupcake Club consumer card, that's my picture there. My student visa, that's still valid. I had longer hair. My passport and my driver's license. And here's 19 more. My health card is still valid until 2044. My demonic laugh. <laughs> so I've skipped and hopscotched through my life bit by bit. And I have used my demonic laugh when I see fit. Now I try to be nice to do a good deed each day. But if I'm called out by some bee, what the hey, hey, hey. And I'm not afraid of dying. And so here's my epitaph. If heaven's full, I'm sure that hell can use my demonic 
Well, Karen has certainly had a harrowing season. Let's flash back to the beginning again to see what happened during her lunch date that started all of this. We join Karen with her two favorite centaurs parked up at the Candy Mountain Lookout Point. You know, Mighty Clops, this horse trailer has a surprising amount of room in it. I thought for sure we wouldn't have enough room for all three of us to be in here. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. I find having a flexible workspace does wonders for my stress levels. The placement of these handlebars was inspired and inspiring. There were several times where I thought you may require a helmet, Karen. But a bar was always right at hand. Oh, thanks, Thorgis. You do always have my backside, no matter how much tunnel vision we tease and push each other into. I feel amazed. Oh! Oh, Jelly Toss! There's a police car driving up the access road. Quickly! You two get dressed and get out of here! I'll take care of them. Karen, can you drop the trailer off? Yes! Go! Kisses first! judicial journey began as a playful and occasionally painful time with her lovers up at the Candy Mountain Lookout Point. Karen has since successfully navigated the justice system and the prison system. Keep us wee dear to the ground for the next season of The Middle Age Candy Store. Thank you for listening to the Middle Age Candy Store produced by The Gathering. Podcasts appear every first and third Tuesdays of the month. Pizza University, Episode 4, Pomp and Consequences, written by Kristen mueller Heeslip, performed by Rachel Perry, Donnie Fevelston, Tony Culverwell, and Michael Gale. Produced by Kristen mueller Heeslip. Demonic Laugh, written and produced by Donnie Febbleston, performed by Karen Loomer and Donnie Febbleston. Intro and interstitial segments, written by The Gathering, 
performed by Tony Culverwell, Rachel Perry, Michael Giel, Karen Loomer, Megan Liley, Linda Febbleston, Donnie Febbleston, and Kristen Mueller-Heeslip. Sound design by Tony Culverwell. Cover art by Amanda Madalanis. All sound effects licensed under Creative Commons. Full credits available in the episode notes. The Middle-Aged Candy Store is a proud member of the We're Still Cool Podcast Network. Theme music by Donnie Febbleston, performed by Donnie and Linda Febbleston. Come in for a spell, there's care.